Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Hold on, Mary Jane! We are sex Now, was I rushing or was I dragging? You guys want to go see a dead body? I know Kung Fu. Do it. Get away from her, you bitch! What's in the fucking box? Hold on to your butts. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hello, Trent. Hello, Parth. We both look really well. I do say that because you're sick and I'm tired, or maybe you're sick and tired, but I'm just tired. Why explain? explain I mean, I yourself. wouldn't. I, I, well, I wouldn't say that I'm like sick. Yet. I would say your immune um, system is under fire. Is that more accurate? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yesterday, against the wishes of my parents. Um, well, wait. Let me rephrase that. I scheduled my COVID booster and flu shot for yesterday against the wishes of my parents, not because they didn't want me to get both of those, but because they were like, you're going to feel the effects of that. You should do that over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad works I, for Pfizer, guys. It's all chill. I feel like that's and something then, that our parents would take into account, but something that is obvious, and yet we would continue to ignore and take an inopportune well, I, time. You know, it wasn't. I, I actually knew this, but I had a lot of homework to do, and I was like, well... If I take the shot on Monday, I have to go into New York, no matter how bad I'm feeling, like how sore or whatever I'm feeling. But if I take the shot on Friday, I can procrastinate on a lot of work. And so I was like, I, I think I need to do this for me. Um, but needless to say, I, I I felt normal. My arms were a little sore, but I was relatively fine. And then um, it, it came to recording a clock. And suddenly I was developing a pretty terrible headache. I'm starting to get shivers. Um, you know, the chills, as they're called. Um, but we do it for you, the listener. So, you know, did you do the enjoy ar- this. Did you do the arm swing thing? Since your father works for Pfizer, can he confirm or deny that? It, it, I it, did. I don't, I don't think it makes any difference realistically did, were you in a room full of people swinging one arm isn't that like an odd image it is oh you want to know a thing i did do that i technically i, I was breaking I wasn't oh breaking did, any laws did, did you but... not wait like the 15 or 20 minute window after maybe i only waited six minutes in fairness i don't operate a vehicle i just my my apartment is very close to the right aid that i went to for this shot so I, I don't think anybody was in danger i have too guilty a conscience and i'm too afraid of confrontation to not wait the full duration well nobody was watching i would so just be afraid I, I, that a letter would show up at my house like two months later and they'd be like we know mm-hmm. we know what you did last summer yeah <laughs> um but yeah needless what do we to do? say oh, what have you well, been uh, eating I feel like you. Thank you. You usually start the show with so Trent, and today it was high Trent, and so I just everything is is pivoted today. Out of whack, yeah. I mean yeah. the COVID shot is just going woo, you know. Um, 
Reha, oh, I had the second half of a fat sandwich that I bought yesterday because um, I, I, did, I did not feel like making dinner last what, night. What was in the fat sandwich? Like mozzarella well, let me tell you, Trent, sticks? It was, French fries. It, was, it was the Fat Cat McLean. It was um, chicken tenders, uh-huh. um, honey mustard, fries... And something else that I can't... Maybe it's bacon? Or, like, turkey bacon? I don't remember. Um, turkey bacon, progressive. And, yeah. No, I'm a freak like that. And then... Um, cheese sauce. Did yeah. I say honey mustard? I said honey mustard, right? Yeah, you mentioned honey mustard. Oh, my God. Yo, Trent, you gotta get a hit of this COVID shot. It's got me going crazy crazy no you, you look like you're having more fun than i am despite the fact that you have a migraine but you're you, you just seem really We're not in migraine territory just yet but you know like another 20 minutes of recording i will be but trent i want to know what you've been eating cool hi parth um what i've been eating uh to be technical about it a bag of mini oreos from the vending machine at the csb third floor you know you love it but just because when, i made when so- were you there uh, experimental oh, you class? had experimental yeah i was yeah. gonna say you should have stopped by we sh- showed our uh showed some films we scratched from film leader we uh yep and then my professor taped it all together but uh, because i made a nice uh dinner i'll talk about it and that is uh, I made some rice because I used to be intimidated by the rice maker, but no more. It's easy. Um, and then I went to the store, got a th- dozen eggs, made th- three of them, scrambled them, put some soy sauce in that, and then I made the remainder of my frozen broccoli, put it all together. Wow. It was pretty awesome. Trent, that sounds like a, a meal for men. I felt the, like a man during did you and after but not before um you know thank you for sitting through uh that description and this seven minute intro well to be fair i think like two minutes of that is was me scrambling trying to get storage space together isn't that yeah Yeah. like a minute or two but yeah but without further ado should we cut into the intro trent or should we continue talking about these things that don't matter Dude, I heard the weather this weekend is going to be super. Cue the intro. Super, super sunny, with the ch- with the chance cloudy with the chance of meatballs. Man, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. I'm taking my sweatshirt off. Unlimited power. I have the Dark Knight screenplay pulled up. <laughs> okay. Um, welcome back to Craft Services, where we talk about the movies. Each week we talk about a film, and hopefully have a crew member of that film to talk with us about their experience working on the picture. Last week, who did we have? Last week we had cinematographer Elliot Rocket, who was the DP of such films as X and, more recently, Pearl, and some other cool movies too yeah uh um we recorded this interview a while back so i was happy to finally release this 
Um, but he gave a lot of cool stories. Again, we talk about Kid Cudi's penis. Yep. If you're interested in that kind of talk. We had both just seen the movie. It was fresh on the mind. So we asked about like some specific shots and scenes, some lenses. Um, it was pretty cool. Lights? Co- some lights. Uh, yeah, three-point lighting. We covered that. We covered the 30-degree the rule. We covered um, the 180-degree rule. We got it. Yeah. We got it all out of our system. It, it it was a pretty great. I mean, I think our whole Halloween slate is pretty great. Um, yeah, we've been, we've been patting this... ourselves on the back, but only I think rightfully so. And I'm ready to start patting ourselves on the back about our Cruise of Palooza slate, even though it remains a secret. Because it's I think it's that's that should remain a secret until Halloween is done. We got to keep focused. I I agree, but we just compl- recently completed the interviews, and I think we've rounded it out nicely. Yeah, and I think the movies we've chosen are intriguing to say the least um in, in in character for us but out of character for tom cruise but um elliot rocket great interview uh really happy to release it super nice guy uh go listen to that uh, but we're not here for an interview no we're here for a general discussion boys and girls um just, we're here it to just, talk about it, you're just hanging X. out with me in part tonight hey yo hey yo Farmer's daughter, take one. I need to be famous, Wayne. All the best people are. There ain't nobody else out there like you. You know why? Why? Because you got that X Factor. That day's a struggle and might soon be over. Hollywood, here we go. I just want me. So this is it. Our own studio backlog. Looking for a place to stay. Oh, yes, sir. That's one ugly song, bitch. And my wife, Pearl, is next door. So I would appreciate a little discretion. You don't know what we're doing, does he? Well, it's better to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. Would you like to come inside? What's the box? I want to be in the movie. Well, you can't. The story can't just change midway through. Hey, yo. Um, Trent, 10-word synopsis. Who's doing it? I couldn't even begin to remember who. Well, I guess let's think back. Our last discussion was Drunk Pod, so Jaws 4. So who did the description for that? Oh, we did, did they did alternate we hand that over? Yeah. Okay, so let's go back even further to Jaws 3D. Who did that? Did I do that? Did you say something about... Uh, I only wonder if I did that because I, I like hated C- Jaws 3. SeaWorld. I remember you saying SeaWorld and then me wondering if that was one word or two words. So it was you. Okay, so it's you. You should, you should describe X. Okay. Pornographers go to creepy farm. You're at five. So, yes, Sex fueled old people kill. Yeah, I, nice. I feel. I feel like I would like an extra word, but the general message gets across. So I, uh, I, I kind of, I threw a bunch of adjectives at the wall, but I, I can't. Got it. Old and creepy are the the focus, but sex and kill also are fit in nicely. But the real synopsis is: in 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, 
the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. Trent, what's the budget of box office? The budget is, uh, I guess I'm editing this episode, so I'm responsible for this uh, this cue, but it's $1 million, and so like awesome, like awesome Paris. It's come to my attention that a breakaway Russian Republic, Kreplakistan, is about to transfer a nuclear warhead to the United Nations in a few days. Here's the plan. We get the warhead, and we hold the world ransom for... One million dollars. One million dollars. Nice. And the box office was 14.5 million. I saw this movie. Not a bad return on investment. I saw this movie twice, but the second time, it was two days in a row. And the second time, I left about halfway through, right before all the killing started, and I went and watched the beginning of The Batman. And that was my third time. I remember this. That was my third time seeing The Batman. And during that third time, I thought, I I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have left. Uh, Batman for the third time was excessive. And then I went back. The Virgin Trent upset having to see the batman for the third time versus the chad parth watching top gun for the fifth time and enjoying it still you know Uh, parth isn't it so crazy how i i i mean maybe it's just i I feel like there's been so much top gun talk just in our lives recently like it keeps finding its way back in it wait or just in all in all sections of our lives i'm feeling us move i'm feeling us move we're going somewhere we have to wait until christmas until the seasons change (laughs) until all the leaves we can't do that again until all the leaves are on the ground um no we're we're in halloween mode we're in halloween mode dum 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 all right creepy music you should play the halloween theme goblins scary killing murder Anyways, um, should I get into the production history? Yeah, yeah. So in November 2020, it was announced that A24 would produce a horror film titled X, which would be written and directed by Ty West, starring Mia Goth, Kid Cudi, and Jenna Ortega. In February 2021, Brittany Snow joined the cast. Principal photography started February 16th, 2021 in New Zealand's North Island. A number of scenes were shot in and around the city of Wanganui. Uh, production was predominantly based at a farm and in the settlement of Fordell, where a large barn was constructed as part of the production. Photography also took place near the Rangitiki town of Bulls, where producers made use of an old town hall. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. To play Pearl, Goth went through an extensive prosthetic makeup process, saying it was a good 10 hours in the makeup chair, and then I'll go and do a 12-hour day on set. And the makeup artist, Sarah Rubano, who is incredible, would constantly be touching me up and making sure my contacts were all right and all sorts of things. I saw a time lapse of her getting into the Pearl makeup this morning. Fun fact. Did you really? Seemed very long. The scene in which Pearl stabs RJ in the neck involved the use of a retractable prop knife with a prosthetic neck with a slit in it and tubing to allow the passage of stage blood through the slit. The effect of RJ's subsequent decapitation was accomplished using a dummy head of RJ with a stunt performer and a false floor. The stunt performer laid on his back with a, with his head and shoulders beneath the false floor and concealed by a prosthetic upper body. The performer then twitched his body during the filming of the scene to sell the illusion of his 
body continuing to twitch don't death. don't you have a false floor and a dummy head of yourself at your apartment for the scene in which pearl stabs wayne in the eyes with a pitchfork a dummy of wayne's upper body and head was constructed by netherlands-based mimic fx studio principal photography ended march 16th 2021 tyler bates and chelsea wolf composed the score to the film and the film premiered at south by southwest on march 13th 2022 and was released in march 18th 2022 parth can i ask you a quick question yes do you prefer a short title or a long title i think i prefer a short title this is just one letter that well i mean i think this one is this one becomes like difficult to search up sometimes right i look up Um, x movie and i'm really uh, i'm i'm really throwing you're in the danger zone yeah um sorry no we can't we can't anyways x movie 2022 and they're just getting recent pornography yeah um uh one of the best things christopher nolan has ever done is create short titles like one word titles interstellar inception insomnia memento inception the dark knight rises well, just all good one word titles i i know jackson is a sucker for like the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford i, I think that's like fine jokingly in long. its i think it's fine in a for a certain type of film but i think on the whole it's just easier to have one word, you know, one or two words. Speaking of words, you want some fun facts? I want some fun fucking facts, Trent. So uh, there's a subtle nod to a scene in When Harry Met Sally when they're talking about day of the week underpants and why there's no pair for Sunday. Trent, Trent uh, the the word in the IMDb trivia was panties and Trent changed, uh, it, gracefully strategic, changed it to underpants. Strategically, could you see the, the gears turning? I could. I, I could also the the slightest of delays, which could have been fixed in editing, was just really funny for me because I was watching that sentence go down and I knew where it was going. Sam, I don't mean to be like a character from iCarly where I, like I I have a phobia of the word panties, but I just thought it would be safer for everyone if I said underpants. Yeah, but, uh, but now I've made it all public for everyone to hear and see. All right. Okay, so day of the week panties. And why there is no pair for Sunday, quote, because of God. Lorraine's character is wearing uh, a pair of Sunday panties while also being labeled, quote, church mouse by the crew. I th- when I was first watching the movie, I thought there was another uh, allusion to When Harry Met Sally. And that's when she, uh, Brittany Snow does like two like fake orgasm things. And now every mm. every fake orgasm is a derivative of When Harry when, Met Sally. When the... When the Sunday underpants, I say underpants, uh, came on the film, I turned to friend of the show, Sophia Alexis, and said, hey, this isn't one Harry Met Sally. It'd be kind of cool to have day of the week underpants, but then I feel like it would, what if the appropriate ones weren't clean for that day? Like, would it feel fucked up universe-wise to wear, you know, the wrong yeah. day? Well, I guess you can have multiple pairs of each. That, that didn't even cross my mind for a second. Okay, moving, <clears> anyways. Mo- moving forward. <clears throat> uh, the day after X's premiere, Ty West reveals he had used his time during a mandatory two-week quarantine in his hotel to, pre- to write a prequel, Pearl 2022, which, as of this recording, has already been released and viewed by both of us. Nice work. Yes. Um, their rate of production is faster than we can talk about the movies that they're making which is impressive um 
Uh, as, so as the production for X wrapped, and because the sets were already constructed, uh, Ty West asked Mia Goth if she wished to remain in New Zealand, and she accepted. Uh, there was an actual adult film called The Farmer's Daughter, released in 1976. A common stereotype of horror films holds that sexually active characters are the first to die, and that survivors, quote, final girls, are almost always virgins. Here, the opposite holds true. The two characters who are never seen having sex die first. Um, they are the first to go. The film is set in 1979 and makes reference to missing person ads on milk cartons. However, the first usage of milk cartons for missing persons was not until 1984. Uh, the title of the film refers to an X rating used by the MPA from 1970, uh, from 1968 to 1990 which indicated that a film was only suitable for an audience age 16 or older. The idea was that, unlike the other certificates, X would not be trademarked and would allow filmmakers to release their film in theaters without needing to submit to the MPAA for age certification. Um, but now, X rating is NC-17. And Parth, how many people... I don't know if you saw the document. Do you know how many I people... Did. I was looking at it. Okay, so I was going to ask Parth for the body count, so I'll let uh, a moment of suspense happen for you to think to yourself humble listener how many people died in this the movie? jeopardy theme music Da-na-na-na. okay so um it's eight people eight people died oh i thought i was gonna never mind. um basically the entire everyone ex- i mean spoiler alert everyone except for mia goth anyone else or just all all of the young kids and then the two old people yeah i think that's that's pretty that's pretty much it all right, one-star reviews. I'll start. This is from Lynette Mc... McMahelk? Lynette, last name. Yeah. Um, it's horrible, is the title. It's horrible, dot, dot, dot. It's, it's horrible. horrible. Three exclamation points. You'll love it if you like porn, dot, dot. And seven people found this helpful. What do we do with this? I mean... Maybe we like porn. I love this movie... And I I hate to say it, but I I'm I'm fine with porn also. So I don't know if this is like causation versus Trent. I don't know. If, I don't know if we should do this podcast anymore. I can't. I don't think I can look at you in the eyes as a man, knowing you've watched pornography. I don't know if it's correlation or causation, but I like both of these things. So I I I think me and Lynette have almost nothing <clears throat> in common. Um. Do you want to hear what R. Phillips has to say about the matter? Uh, did he have something to say on May 23rd, 2022? He's, he labeled it, eh, typical scary movie. So, he's not impressed. He said the premises was good. But let me save you some time. They all die, except for one girl. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. He's but, not wrong, but, but what did he think he was going into? We've got an hour and 45 minutes that explain how everyone except for that one girl is going to die. And I think they do some funny stuff, some funny cool stuff with their time. I, I like to agree as well. Oh, I haven't seen this third review, but I, I like the title. Um, and I like the name, Molly Bob Ward. You got a boy's middle name, Molly. <laughs> Um, it's titled Old People Sex. I can't believe I paid money to watch old people have sex. Dot dot. I don't understand why there are so many rotten tomatoes for this movie. 
it was too much for me. And it's two like emojis. A, two emojis. One of which is throwing up, but the first of which is like a it, like like a, it, I can't. It's hard it's to describe, podcast, but it, but it's like cr- crunching your face together. Um, I I mean I have more to say about the old people having sex, but um. Does that uh, wait, just lead us uh, into wait, our discussion? No, no, no. I mean, let, we'll talk about the old people having sex, but let's first talk about how this person says, I don't understand why there are so many Rotten Tomatoes for this movie. Oh, yes. As if a positive, high Rotten Tomatoes score is just being like, oh, it. Uh, this new movie has so many Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. No one likes the old people having sex. No, I mean, you can like it. But the old people having sex is punishment for having watched and enjoyed the young people having sex. So, Molly- yeah, I mean, like I like it in terms of it being a good thing in the movie. But no, you're meant to not enjoy that. Yes. Um, but in other words, throw up emoji uh, emoji. Loki, true Molly Bob Ward. Loki. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to move forward into the general discussion? Enter the discussion zone. Nice. So many mu- um, musical transitions. Do what do you want to start with? The good, the bad, or the ugly? Um, I don't have much bad, so maybe we should just start with the good. Or do you want to start with the bad because Maybe it'll spur my thoughts, because I, I really can't think of anything. I only had one thing that immediately came to mind, and mm. it's something I don't feel wholeheartedly about, but, um, like, the, I don't want to say the news footage, but, like, the old church guy, black and white TV, interspliced yeah. throughout the whole movie, I don't know how well or how necessary that fits into story or really why it's there or why a level of importance is is give given to it i'm fine with it it doesn't bother me but i'm just like it's like me neither i don't know if it's trying to be a twist because it's not but it's like she's the daughter of of this priest guy that you've been seeing on the tv here and there and that's why she has distinctive face birthmarks yeah i guess my only this isn't a problem necessarily with this movie I guess the and it, it actually is about the old people having sex. Mm, um, it all it all comes back to that. It all comes back to that. Hey yo, sexual Anyways, innuendo um, coming also means to orgasm. Nice Parth. Self Parth just high fived himself. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Gorge. <gasps> um. Anyways. <laughs> Um, wow, we've already, de- we've already descended into sounds. Um, this it, is going well. It, it doesn't take long. 28 minutes, uh, approximately. Um, we, we're like, you know, the movie's 28 days later. We're 28 minutes later. Yeah. Um, yeah. but anyways, um, uh, this was a thought I'd had, uh, when I first watched the film and I... I'm not sure whether Ty West is, like, trying to do something with this or not, but I think the subject of, like, old people and specifically old women's bodies being treated as, like, disgusting in the way that they are in this movie is not necessarily a problem, but I think it is something 
to dissect and I don't know how I feel about it only because that is a problem that is kind of pervasive already through the industry and a lot of the horrific scenes in this movie um, are aided by the fact that it's like this gross old lady um, and you're meant to kind of relish in that and I don't I don't think like throwing out the term problematic is necessarily the word I would use for it, but it's something to think about, I guess. Just, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Parth, after your guest spot on Eye of the Duck, you're, you're particularly articulate. In the, wow. So good at pointing out s- social issues and thematics. Yeah, people, people have been saying that. I've been, com- I've become quite a celebrity since going on Eye of the Duck. Yep, yep. Check out his work, but, Parth Loves Mission Impossible. I do, and now, uh, just to plug this, we're working on uh, Night of the Living Dead. It will actually be coming out tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day that this airs. The October in the air has rubbed off on them, too, and they're a film podcast, so how are you supposed to not, you know, cover yeah. cover a little horror movie in a little bit of October, a little, yeah. little bit of leaves changing. But uh, I don't know if you have thoughts on old people in film, but that I, that's that's my really only one like thing that I'm like maybe that's not cool, but like I also enjoy that, so I don't know where I stand with it. I have um, not a complaint, but just something I want to say out loud, and I want to bounce it off of you. Okay. Okay. Um... <clears throat> So, uh, the first person that she kills is RJ, or the old woman, and Mm. it sort of seems, like, reactionary, as in, like, they're spying on these people, and then they're doing some crazy sex stuff, and then the old woman is sort of jealous, she tries to go have sex with her husband, he won't, and so she tries to find the pleasure elsewhere, with RJ, and then she, like, tries to make a move with him, and then he isn't interested, and then she kills him. And then, uh, she dances like the Joker, which is, in, in yeah. which is, like, in every movie now where someone kills someone, then they dance go, afterwards. Go listen to our Elliot Rocket interview. We mentioned that this is a Joker dance. Oh, doesn't he, like, say that he, that was also in their mind? Um... I can't recall. I edited this interview so long ago, but um, he took it in good fun. In stride, yeah. Um, basically, I just wasn't sure. I think there's some value that could be gained if it's like these old people are being triggered by these pornographers because it's a very specific group of people to come stay in their Airbnb, and rightfully it could you know, send them off this ledge. But at the same time, um, the, it, it seems like they have set up this business in order to kill any hippie who comes their way. And I think, yes, that does make it a little creepier, um, because then you can, like, walk in on other dead bodies or a car that's been stranded in a lake, but it definitely makes it seem, like, less reactionary, <clears throat> like, le- you know, less in response no. to our characters. I get what you mean. Um, any other flaws or can we just drown this movie in praise the biggest problem I think I'm going to have and something I I wrestled with throughout the movie is 
just trying trying to decide whether I like this or Pearl more without rewatching mm. Pearl. Because I think we should save our Pearl talk for 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 just towards the end because maybe we'll cover that later. But but um, per, per, let's just say Pearl's a very different movie. Yeah, I, I would say they're. I mean, just to get into it a little bit, they're very different beasts. I don't think I can I I can understand one person liking. Uh, the other for their own reasons. I will say, I think X is a more kind of fully fleshed out movie, I guess. I, I don't know how to... I feel like people that came to watch like a slasher movie will be more um, satisfied watching X. Also, it being Pearl. its own... Pearl necessitates, you know, watching X, I think. And X... Well, it, I think it stands on its own. Yes, but I feel like it would be enjoyed more. Well, for sure. I mean, I think that Pearl def. I mean, fuck it, we're already in this territory. But I think Pearl definitely enhances. Um, uh, I think it's interesting to take the character of Pearl and give her a prequel, um, and give her more depth. Th- this was going to come out inevitably, but the first way I heard this movie described was that it's like Boogie Nights and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. a- and. I think it's like better than Chance- Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I, th- I mean like I mean that is like I know like the first like modern horror movie, but like watching that movie like the dialogue is like bad. I know there's like a lot of like really good iconography. Leatherface is really scary. I like the scary old people, but just like the dialogue in that is bad. Um, I would I would definitely rather watch X than Taint- Texas Chainsaw it- Massacre, but I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre has like a more. Actually, I mean, I feel like this is something good about X as well, but te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre has, like, such a strong vibe about it that is deeply unsettling and, yeah. like, like, uh, like uncomfortable to watch, which is why I would prefer to watch X, but I, I think that's definitely something to be commended on Chainsaw's I, I, part. I, I never took into account that maybe Texas Chainsaw Massacre is intentionally trying to make me feel very uncomfortable because I just like. Well, well, I also think it has bad acting. Well, but like, I, like the dialogue is crazy, and the way they treat the person in the wheelchair feels pretty crazy, and just like everything that isn't like murdering, I'm like kind of not into. Um, I, I guess that's fair. So do you but think it's more, X? Do you think it's more I like think, Boogie Nights? No, I, I think it's an apt. Um description i think that it 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 boogie nights more in just the porn kind yeah. of feeling and like we've got this crazy band of characters together mm. um and i think the similarities kind of end there in both content and style but um it definitely do you know what i mean like it has this like warm like summer hot feeling to it I, that's like sticky and gross that i think texas chainsaw massacre also has and i think this this is maybe the only other movie I can think of that captures that feeling similarly. Sticky and swampy and gross, but also a really fun soundtrack that makes it seem... It's like in the first half of Boogie Nights where all the fun music's playing and you're having fun. You're like, porn's awesome. And then after New Year's, it's the downswing. And then mm. there are consequences for your actions. And there's but- child pornographers. All sorts of stuff. But basically, a nice way of saying this has a really fun, bouncy soundtrack. Like, the songs they play through the first half are are really awesome. A short while ago, I thought that I could never be broke. I got you 
Oh, let's, let's get this out of the way. The landslide sequence. It's awesome. It is, it is fun. Like, maybe the most memorable part, or maybe, maybe the most memorable part of my original theater viewing at RU Cinema, where the, the teens were going wild for a little cross-cutting. Um, I did, I like Kid Cudi and the alligator. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuck out to me. I like the wide-angle lenses. I mean, now I'm just listing things off that I like about the movie with no like. I, I, w- I was going to bring up them. the wide-angle lenses in the car at the beginning, and then the car at the end, and the shot of her driving away particularly reminds me of Texas Chainsaw. Like, um, yeah. But we asked Elliot Rocket about those lenses, if I remember correctly. We did, and I mean, I think that this movie. I mean, I I prefer this to Pearl personally. Um, uh, though I think Pearl is maybe the is definitely the more strong, stronger in terms of character. Yeah, I think it does a crazy good job of that. But um, I think that again, just like visually, the way this movie looks, and as you're talking about with the sound, the way it it creates this like mood for the movie. And we talked with Elliot Rocket about how um, they shot this as though it would to look like a movie that would have been made at that time. And I think a lot of times when people try to like, this is a movie that came out at the time it's set. <laughs> it feels like bullshit to me. I'm sorry. I don't believe Mank is from the 1930s. I just don't. Um, but with this one, I think this is the closest that it gets to actually kind of giving off that feeling. Um, and I, yeah, I just think it's, a really really solid horror film Parth don't you love any doesn't any movie get bonus points when they're making a movie within the movie and they use a bunch of film terminology and it's funny because when making short films as a film student um pretty much anytime anybody is like we should make a movie about making a movie or you know anything to that degree people are like no because that's lame and mm. stupid, and everybody does that, and we hate that. But um, but then, but then when, when we see a movie that does it, it's awesome. It's it's great. It's beautiful. Yeah, I like it when they're all making toasts, and um, I'm pretty sure RJ goes like to independent cinema or something yeah. like that. Um, but and 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 uh, additional bonus points if you show the footage in a different aspect ratio and with mm. uh and with film grain um of the movie that you're making within the movie bonus points yeah i i, th- I think this is like when, i mean like i don't want to we have an end of the year special but this is in my top 10 of the year i believe yeah as it stands i mean i think anyone who does Wait, let me check let me check my letterbox actually I think anyone who doesn't put this in their top ten is is a fool. I I know. There was a. Do you remember that movie "Marry Me" with Jennifer Lopez? Yes, I kept seeing and Owen Wilson. I kept seeing the trailer for that, and I I I think I said that I couldn't be paid enough money to go. But you saw uh, it for for a while. That was in my top ten. Um, uh, Lightyear is in Jackson's top ten. I'm sure recently it's been replaced because a lot of good movies have come out. But when Pearl came out... I think that that is, like, genuinely one of the most dog shit atrocious takes that Jackson Clark has ever produced. He gave, and let he me gave, tell you, I know three, Jackson Clark three stars. fairly well. I know him fairly well. And well, that man can produce 
a whole fuckload of dog shit atrocious takes. If you want to hear another atrocious take, it's he was rating Pearl. No, or he was rating Barbarian, and he put Barbarian below. Oh, he he put Barbarian below Scream Five or Cream Five or Five Cream. Oh, I don't want to say mean things right now, so let's not talk about Five Cream. But um. Oh yeah, you don't like the Scream franchise at all, but also Scream. No, 1. no, no, no. I like I like the first one. I haven't seen any of the others. Um, I. My mom and dad are gonna kill me. Matthew Lillard's tongue is hanging out that whole movie. It's so he, good. he is. Five Cream is just not. Um, Jenny Ortega. To, to quote, Jenny to, Ortega's in it though. Through line. To quote, to quote Spike Lee, not my cup of tea. You know, Jenny Ortega is not good in that movie, but maybe it's because there are no. Whoa, no! I think she's the best part of that. Movie. No, like she's the best part, but like there are no good acting performances. Also, the main character in Five Cream, no. <laughs> I, I I agree, but um, we're here to talk about X. Yeah, maybe um, maybe we'll cover Five Cream. Maybe not. We will not. I'm telling you right now. Scream, scream, I try, spring. I think sp- I, I tried my spring, best. The spring of scream. Oh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> I I think I've tried my best for us to get interviews for movies that we've liked, and I think we've thus far been successful in this in this year. I can't remember a movie we've talked about that like we hated. Not in a other while. than Jaws, other than Jaws, but like that's that that was like almost intentional. We 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 yeah. kind of we kind of walked into that expecting yeah. a, a, a a steep drop off. Um, we want to want to say some things we like about the movie. Um, I like it when there's a big cast of characters, and I like all of them. You know, or, <laughs> yes, um, or they're all memorable in some way. You know, yeah, I I really like them, and I I like their interplay. Um, it's like a good. I think they've got like uh, good opposing chemistry, if that makes sense. Where it, it's kind of like the opposite of like these guys are all friends. It's like these guys don't like each other almost, and that that friction is interesting to watch in a professional quote unquote setting. Yes, um, I I don't know. Uh, the score is good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like it when their moans and groans are uh, are incorporated into like the sort of opera y like screen tones. Yeah. You know? Um I, we I, might talk about this more next or the week after next week. Um but in this film I, I really like the nighttime photography. Um I think they do a good I, which I spoke about in the interview last week, which you should Again, you should check that out. Um, but they're able to like do moonlight without it looking like shit, and that is a very impressive feat in my eyes. A lot of the lighting in this movie, I think, is really interesting and done well. Did you see the? Uh, we're in the weeds now. But did you see the meme? And it was like of the night lighting setup from Nope, and it was like the huge sky crane panel. Yeah. And it, I think the caption was like, "Why do your student films not look like a real movie at night?" And then it like showed that setup. Yeah, thinking about that. Yeah. Um, but now that we're just talking about specifics of the movie, I love the uh, extreme close-up insert of the uh, sound equipment as Jenny Ortega is having sex, and you can see all the 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 knobs moving around. Yeah, 
I love extreme um, close-ups. Yeah. Wow, Trent. I I don't know. Is that, I really like this movie. Yeah, I, I I don't think you're out of opinions. Are you just are you spiraling? Um, you you seem pretty peppy. I, I I give you some credit. Yeah, no, I mean like I'm not like dying, but like I really can't think of anything other than I really like this movie. I don't know that I have any um, particular take on it other than the old people stuff, but I think it's just a really well made crowd pleasing um summer no. summer blockbuster that came out in march well i don't know about blockbuster but uh yeah. yes um i had one th- observation that i thought about this time and it's that all of the people die within a very short period of time and uh it, but it doesn't feel i know that's like what the third act usually is but it's kind of impressive watching how quickly all the people are picked off, but um, they all feel like they have their own scenes and they die in unique and fun ways and it's not like too rushed. Yeah, I, I agree. Fun gore in this. Fun gore. Yeah. Do you think, okay, I th- maybe this could be a new aspect of the show, but I feel like it's uh, most conversational for a horror movie and s- sexual movie like this. Maybe we could have a new category like "Would our moms enjoy this?" And I'm not sure what the answer is because I think I, my mom would not like this. Really? Well, my mom doesn't like horror movies. My, my um, mom either. Maybe that's all moms. Isn't your mom's favorite movie Jaws? I mean, I know that's not like a horror. Y- yeah, yes, but like technically, uh, but... yes, but at the same time, she refuses to watch Silence of the Lambs, even though it's like mm. you know one of the greatest movies ever, because she thinks that she'll have nightmares. My mom's not a prude or anything, but I, she just doesn't enjoy, like, random violence. Um, I, or, I, or something where violence is part of the point. It's not really her bag. I, I know that we're pretty desensitized and we're in our prime in terms of con- consuming content and not batting an eyelash. But is this movie scary? Like, I don't remember. Like, no, I don't, I don't think it's scary, but it's definitely meant to be like playing within that sandbox i don't think it's meant to be well like i'm not saying that it's like trying to be scary and not scary i think it's as scary as it's trying to be i think it's again it's going more for like a mood and a feeling it's thrilling yeah um it's not a horror movie it's a psychological thriller no no i mean it's it's a horror movie. this is one one fucked up horror picture yeah i mean are we are we ready for ratings gauntlet i don't really have anything else to say the gauntlet if anything comes to mind um i think you can just interject this is this is your show it's my show i, I wow. mean you you are one of the main parts of the show i can randomly interject too this is also my i show. don't know about that um all right who goes first oh wait i'm i'm feeling some heat wait oh no wait did i leave the oven on I know just that. Speaking of which, Drunk Pod, that was fucking unhinged. I listened to Drunk Pod. Did you? Oh, was it the editing or was it the... the, the, the... Just all of it. Towards the end, uh, we're like clipping 
like so heavily oh, um yeah and like we're like like talking really close to the mic and like you can hear every pop oof it was tough sometimes i listen to our show not to listen to our voices or anything because i'm not interested in that but because i know at least for my episodes where the edits are and i like being able to listen back and be like nobody ever knows that there was an ah or an um there but uh, listening to the drunk pod was truly just like all of my worst tendencies in talking put to the forefront and you didn't even have uh like final say on on what on got, what got uh, in and got cut out yes you know? and so just all your drunken buffoonery is uh, eternalized for yeah. all of your relatives and future I, future or potential employers to see and consider there's like a point in the middle of drunk pod where i, I feel like i got a little a little snippy or rude with you i don't, I don't know did you my when my in the earliest days of our pod, uh, I mean, yeah. uh, my mom once came to me, or maybe more than once, and she was like, I listened to the show, and you're mean to Parth, and you have to be nicer. And I remember I, this. not only do I think that that's not true, um, I think if anything, sometimes you go after me a little bit, and so I was so wounded to have that be my mom's takeaway. Yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, that's your mom. What does your um, my, mom have to my say? My mom said I wasn't mean, en- mean enough. Really? Um, that was my mom's take. And then she um, made you a bowl of ice cream with yeah. with red chili Wait, flakes on Wait, friend top. of the show, Dom Nero, on his own podcast, Eye of the Duck, which I have been on and do research that, for. That, like, doesn't no sound like, that doesn't sound like a big deal or anything. Anyways, but friend of the show, Dom Nero, has spoken extensively about how there will never be a great review show like Roger and Ebert. Or not Roger. Ro- <laughs> uh, Roger and okay. Ebert. Okay, go fuck yourself. How about that? Um, Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, there you go. Um, because they genuinely hated each other. But I think we come close sometimes on pod to where like we reach a point where we are like, we don't, I don't want to talk to you, but we have to. And I think now, we, like, I think we that's come part the closest. Of the, I think that's part of the charm. I, I, I agree. I'm just, I feel like I can't think of any other, I feel like all other shows try to remain professional. And at a certain point, it just becomes the Batman discussion, you know? No, no, this is real life. I was reflecting earlier today, and I was like, huh, uh, I know that before Jaws Summer, Parth and I were mad at each other, and then one know it solved it, talking about four Jaws movies within a, can, uh, within a, uh, like a small period of time. And now we're... Who would have thought Dennis Quaid and Jaws 3D would be what united us all? And now we're on the other side, and I forgot that I was mad at you until now. But I, I agree that I've, I've had texts from numerous people, and they're like, you guys seem genuinely upset slash annoyed. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's real. I mean, I think people should know that it's only temporary. No, no, um, it, it, yes, it, it is very short-term anger. Um, I think most of our disagreements come just from scheduling and, but like other, other than that, I don't, I I think we're fine, but I guess people don't know the behind the scenes of what's going on with that because we, we don't talk about it, but yeah, but they also don't know that we like most of the time enjoy each other's company in a non-podcasting context. I wouldn't go that far, but most of our friendship is. Like for better or worse, is po- I we log so many hours this way more time. Trent, I have I have not seen you for real for real for real like more than twenty minutes in person since Drunk Pod. 
And yet, here we find ourselves on a long, yeah. blur, blurry In, in the ratings time. gauntlet for X. Yeah, um, yes, with the air conditioner off, with sweaty armpits. Um, yeah. And with that being said, oh no! My skin! It's I'm melting. <laughs> it's burning. You go first. Um, I would recommend this. I would rewatch Wait, this. I so think this are, is a this is a good addition to like a Halloween list of films to watch. Our ex, or or a summer. Are our, our X and Pearl both going to find their way into your ten movies of the year, or it, or do you have to pick one? As of right now, they're both comfortably up there. Just because this hasn't been shared publicly, can we hear your top ten? No, because that's in our end of year. Oh, oh, I, I understand. I can give you my bottom five. That's oh, not I, changing. I'd I love to hear your bottom five. So, <laughs> so I've seen 24, 2022 films this year. Um, oh, in the theaters? Or do Hulu, this is any 2022 film. Can't. But I think only one... One of these is not a theatrically released film. But so what anyways. are your bottom five? So at number 20, we have Five Cream. Mm. Not a fan. <laughs> at number 21, we have Thor, Love and Thunder. Just a piece of work. Mid mid was the word most often attached. I, mid is being Flattering. generous. Yeah. Um, at number 22, a movie we were going to discuss and had a guest for that eventually ended up dropping out, which I'm glad it did because i didn't want to shit all over his work but uh jurassic world dominion mm, i i forgot that that was gonna happen yeah yeah um truly an interesting film not that i ever got excited about it because it was following jurassic world fallen kingdom um but that yeah like i would i can't even call it a letdown because my expectations were never high but no it was not good um <clears throat> at number 23 we have something you made that a is promise very to a dinosaur okay. nice uh at number 23 is my most controversial choice a movie that a lot of people really liked to loved um that i think equally people disliked to hated and at uh, number 23 we have elvis mm. um did, did i you really have, liked did, did you have a splitting headache by the end i know i did I, I had a headache. I believe my review for the film was that um, usually when people say they have a headache after watching a movie, I think they're being dramatic, but it's been an hour and a half since the movie and my I can't, it, it still hurts. Um, yeah. I, I think that's my review. Did you um, know Elvis and Martin Luther, and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> were, were close personal friends? Because I think that movie implies such a thing. Um. I really like when they show Elvis talking to black people and they're like, Elvis, you gotta take on music. You gotta. I think that's a good and an apt um, uh, way to show history. Um, and I, I like when they, they briefly mention his teenage wife, who was 14 at the time yeah. at which they're showing it. Yeah, um, but they gloss over that. They had a fine marriage until they didn't, right? I'm sure that's what it was. Anyways, at number twenty four, we have Fantastic Beasts: The Secret of The Secrets of Dumbledore. Snooze alert! Just a bad movie. Disappointing. Anybody that knows me knows I really love Harry Potter, and to see what's happened to that franchise, 
nothing short of depressing. But anyways, that is my bottom five. But I would recommend X, I would rewatch X, and I would give X an 8 out of 10. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. I watch, I don't have a top five or a bottom five like you guys, but I watched a truly awful movie last night. And, and oh, I'm, let's hear it. I, I'm sure you have seen advertising, but have not watched it. Um, Betty Brant from the Spider-Man franchise and Gaten Matarazzo, Dustin from Stranger Things. Oh, are, I think I saw an ad for are it. Are in a Paramount Plus um, exclusive called Honor Society um it's do you have paramount plus jordan's cousin friend of the show has paramount plus but there's so many ads like four or five and they're all like 70 or 80 seconds long and we we have to tolerate them um but we wanted to hate watch it while we scratch film like i mentioned earlier just because it was a long and tedious process and we watched this movie and it's crazy and it's crazy and it's like Mean Girls, and it's like Tall Girl, and it's like all the Wait, girls. Wait, I love Tall Girl too. I also saw Tall Girl too. Um, I don't think I finished Tall Girl too. I don't like I, Sophia and I were watching it in bed one day, and or one night, and then like we just had to stop it and go to sleep because we were like the night is not getting the, there's no recovering from this. Yeah, I don't really hang out in bed with girls like you do, but I was taller after tall <laughs> after tall girl too. So I, I, if that's any uh, indication, no, no, we we it was not the same bed. I promise. Um, you have two twin beds right next. We have to two her. twin beds, cool. um, like a struggling marriage. It's like mega bed, but if mega bed was just two beds, you know. Um, well, yeah. If if the crevasse in the center just kept of kept dividing, and then you drifted, the crevasse, yes. you drifted into like the the Hawaiian islands, and there was just little pieces of mattress scattered throughout the room. All right, give um, me your gauntlet. Yeah, I was. Uh, the first thing that came to mind when comparing X and Pearl, I was like, I'll probably rewatch X more, just because yeah. it's like more of a popcorny fun hanging out with your friends action movie because pearl is more character based like you and other smart people mentioned but still definitely a fun watch um so recommend it yes uh recommend to my mom uh yes i would I, this is i would like to recommend it to her but i feel like she would watch it she'd be like trend it was creepy <laughs> um is that what she sounds like yeah my mom sounds like a witch Wait, you can go. You, you go. Oh my God, you can go listen to what she sounds like in our Jaws discussion. Oh, I thought you were gonna suggest I like cut together a response from just like single wor- Wait, words spliced from when she recorded our Jaws discussion. Um, I think, I think eight is a comfortable place for this because then I can give Pearl a seven point five. Or an eight, and then I think everyone can sleep comfortably. But not to spoil any f- potential future discussion, or you know, if, if we ever have Elliot Rocket back on the show, hey yo, or we're little, shooting Maxine pretty soon. Yeah, well, I was just gonna say a little Maxine talk. Um, but I guess that's it for our X discussion. Yeah, for you being ill and me being tired, um, we made it to a I, minute. I, uh, or an hour and a minute. We were we recorded for a minute and and twenty four twenty nine seconds. That's you. Oh god. Um. But um. Yeah. Good movie. We both liked it. 
we we like all the movies for for horror month. That's why that's why we do it. It would it would definitely take no. This podcast definitely takes years off my life, but it would take additional years if we didn't like the movies that we were talking yeah. about. And next week we're talking about another movie that we both liked. Nope. Oh, well, I thought, we're I th- not talking about it. But it's we're ha- we're talking to its production designer, Ruth, Ruth the Young. Ruth the Young. Yeah. Um. Good interview. Our, long interview. It's like an hour long. Two parter, BB. So it's, it's she, one parter. Oh, is it? Oh, it's the it's, all. All the Halloween ones are one one part because we want. I wanted to fit them all in a neat little October package. Um, That's very courteous of you. So yeah, is I'm the just whole like a cool guy? Is the whole dealio going to be done by November first? Uh, yeah. Our our um, bodies, bodies, bodies discussion comes out October thirtieth. Parth, you really, yeah. you really thought this through. I did. Last, uh, we have a handy dandy little Excel spreadsheet. I view that. Yes. Okay. Anyways. Uh- um next week join us for our Ruth the young interview uh you Talking can check about us no, out on Jordan all major third movie um, three in a row triple threat no. hat trick awesome director cool guy fun cast aliens cowboys walking <laughs> dead glenn amc's the walking dead remember when glenn died and then everyone stopped watching the walking dead that was like the last episode where people cared Thank you. So, so you can. I just stopped talking to see what would happen if I stopped responding. But so, anyways, so like uh, and subscribe. It. We have social media: Instagram, Twitter, yeah. at Craft Go give Services. Us a follow, follow, um, f- uh, five star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends leave about a good the show. Review on Apple Podcasts. It would we would appreciate it. Um, keep listening to our interviews and our discussions. And have and a, know have that a like, nice day. we can see if you actually are listening to these episodes. So. And and know that if you stay on an old person's farm and you try to make porn there, and Kid Cuddy's there and his big wiener is blowing in the wind, they might just try to kill you. And yeah, first they might try they it. might try to have sex with you, and then they'll try to kill you. Right. Shred the COVID boosters kicking in, yo. You're turning this into an old person. This shit's fucking fire, yo. Uh, oh, high off the COVID pack. Hey, yo. And and the flu shot. Let's not forget the fucking flu shot, yo. High off the flu pack. All right, all right. Uh, check us out. Give us a good review. It's do, do all the things people DM, do, guys. We're yep. doing this for you, but we need to go to sleep. Okay, um, that's enough of that. We, We have a podcast. Goodbye.